So you know people often have that conversation with like friends and they're sat around there like okay so if you could go back in time or if you had a time machine what would you change or what would you go back to and obviously people say historical events you know they say about different moments in their life and I suppose elaborating on it further if you could go back in your life and change anything what would you change and a lot of the times I suppose if you really look into it you'd be quite stuck for an answer but one thing that always comes back to me when I think what would I change if I could go back and I could alter one thing about the past, what would I do? Because a lot of how we've been has actually led us to where we are. So immediately you think of all the bad things you do change them, but then you go, well, actually, maybe I wouldn't change those things because they've made me who I am. But I suppose if there is one thing that I could go back and give my former self, my younger self, if you will, it would be to tell him to be more honest and to tell him to value integrity incredibly highly, if not the highest quality within himself. Honesty and integrity. And that, of course, as you can probably guess, is what this week's podcast is all about. Because you guys are loving these lifestyle ones. You know, we talk about the fat loss stuff. And don't worry, I will find some kind of tedious link to link this to, <laughs> together with fat loss later on. But at this moment in time, I... I'm very thankful for the feedback I've got with regards to the Honest Lifestyle podcasts. And so I'm going to keep it along those lines because I fucked up a lot in my life and it makes quite good podcast content. So here we go. Episode lucky number 13. Um, yeah, here we are. Um, and honesty and integrity is, is obviously what we're talking about with this one. And I bounced around a few ideas of topics this week, but I really settled on this one because if I'm honest... They are the things that I would go back and tell my former self to be more of. But they're also the things that I value highest now as an adult. Now, I don't know if it's the kids coming along which has kind of brought this out. Or if it's just getting older which has kind of brought it out of me. I don't know. But the funny thing about honesty is you don't actually realize how much you value it until, I suppose, until you get older. Maybe I've just answered my own question there. Now, there's a difference with honesty between, I don't know, being a Tony Blair <laughs> and a Ricky Gervais, you know? And one of the things that's really begun to get me thinking more about honesty as an actual character trait is Rach and I have not long finished watching Afterlife on Netflix, season one and season two. And if you haven't watched it, it's an awesome, awesome season. And, you know, so often when you watch stuff, you kind of, you, you finish watching it and you resonate with a character and I suppose a part of you wants to emulate that character. You know, I think we all do it as kids. We walk out of the cinema and we want to be more like Spider-Man or Batman. And I suppose as an adult, you resonate with the emotional characteristics of a character and you go, oh yeah, man, I'd love to be a bit more like that. And having finished watch after, watching Afterlife, the character that Ricky Gervais plays, Tony, is so brutally honest because at that moment in time he has nothing left to live for and don't worry I'm not going to spoil any of it for you now but his brutal honesty is how we all would love to be in an ideal society but we bite our tongues and more often than not we bite our tongues too much I've quite often been compared to James Smith who is a obviously very popular personal trainer he's very good at what he does and it's not a uh, it's not an insult 
to be compared to him because James is very successful and he's built his career on honesty. And I suppose there's a lot of what James does that resonates with me because I've done the PT thing in the past where I've done the standard kind of chicken, rice, broccoli thing. I've done the standard just follow this approach because I think it works or I'm going to shield my clients from the truth because it's too painful or I don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. But I'll be honest with you, the longer I do this, the more uncomfortable conversations I have to the point where, for me at least, they become comfortable. Because when someone comes to you and they pay you money, they're not paying you to blow smoke at their backside. And if they are paying you to blow smoke at their backside, then that relationship isn't going to last very long and nobody's going to really benefit from it. They're paying you for honesty. They're paying you for your advice, your knowledge, your experience, and to help them apply it. You know, just telling someone, oh, you should just fucking stick to it doesn't work. You actually have to look at their problems and, you know, translate them in a way which is understandable and thus come up with a solution. But in doing that, if you aren't honest in coming up with that solution, then you are trying to do your job with one hand tied behind your back. And sometimes you can worry about being too honest. You can worry about offending people. But as I said, as I get older and I don't know what's brought it on, I I find myself being even more honest and kind of as I'm responding to my clients with their check-in responses or as I'm talking to people, there's a little checkpoint in my brain that goes, oh, should you say that? And I blow past it pretty damn quickly these days going, no, you know what? If they're offended by what I have to say, then nine times out of 10, as long as I'm telling just the absolute truth, that's their problem, not mine. And I have to go through that process because if I allow myself to go, oh, should you say that? Then it's taking away from the actual, it's taken away from my role as a coach. Yes, my role is to be honest, but it's also to translate that truth. You know, I can't just be like, you're a dick. It's It's got to be a little bit, there's got to be a bit more substance to it than that. I don't think anybody wants to, you know, have a really bad week, not adhere to their calories, and then all of a sudden, listen to their PT, send them a message going, hey, yeah, you didn't stick to your calories this week. Don't know if you realize that when they've literally just sent you a message saying I didn't stick to my calories this week. To have their coach, who they're paying money, turn around and go, why didn't you do that, you dick? It, it, it kind of, it doesn't translate. So, Yes, you've got to be honest, but there's got to be some substance behind it. It's got to be beneficial to be honest. And I think it's such a beautiful characteristic, that 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 lack of fear about being honest. Because, you know, we've... Oh, fucking hell, I worked in customer service for years. I spent most of my working career not saying it as it is, not completely being truthful about what I thought. When I was being shouted at for someone's membership payment being taken wrong or whatever, then what I should have done is stood behind my counter and gone, oi, piss off your dick. I ain't taking your fucking money. I'm here to help you. But the problem is because we work in customer service and because we have other people's names on our chest as far as their logos go, we don't do that. And funny enough, that's one of the biggest things towards the end of my fitness first career, which was the last kind of big brand name that I worked for. Granted, I worked for a couple more after that, but Fitness First, I suppose, was the main one. I started to get a little bit brave with their brand name. And then when I completely went solo, then when I completely started my business and started my classes, I said to myself, no, I'm going to do this my way. And people don't like it, they can bugger off. And obviously, when you're at the beginning of your journey, that's quite a dangerous thing to do because you want the business, you need the business, it's your fucking livelihood. 
And so the quicker way to make the money in the short term is to, you know, do the stereotypical, hello, I'm a coach, nice to meet you, yes, let's get you some results, you know, let's burn fat fast and all that bollocks. But I suppose particularly think about the classes in this instance, I didn't want to do that. I was like, no, I've got a stupid sense of humor. I've got a dark sense of humor. I've got a smutty sense of humor. And so I'm not going to hide that. I'm just going to be me. And if people don't like me, then they won't come back, will they? And the funny thing is, a beautiful thing happened. The classes blew up and I was more popular than ever. And one class of, you know, what was it? 15 people or 12 people on average grew into another class and another class to the point where I was running four classes per week with the need for a fifth. And they were absolutely packed. And it wasn't just because I was really good at writing a fucking class plan. It was because we created a community of friends, we created an environment of honesty, an environment of being open, and because people saw my complete honesty, I guess, and they saw me being able to be completely myself, they then relaxed, and there wasn't the typical stigma of, oh my god, I'm not slim enough, or oh my god, I'm not fit enough. People came along and went, I could just be myself here, because fucking hell, he's being himself, he's literally talking about knobs and fannies every five seconds, and so... That's kind of my first taste of being true, honest with regards to my business. And then, of course, that then grew into the coaching side of things. And there's contrast here, folks. This isn't just about the good times when I've been honest and business has been great. And it's actually been the reason that my business grows because I just say what I want to say and I say it in my way. And if it resonates, awesome. If it doesn't resonate, then cool, go find another trainer. This comes from spending the majority of my 20s as a liar. And I was a liar. Um, So much so that, and I'm going to touch more on the past that I've touched on in previous podcasts, by the way. So get ready to hear more about me. (laughs) But fucking hell, I spent a lot of my 20s lying. And the funny thing about lying is it's like a web. And it's like loads of little strands of information that you have to remember. And as they quite rightly say, the truth is easy to remember. The truth is easy to recall. Whereas when you tell a lie, you've got to keep track of that lie because once you put it out there, that lie becomes its own living thing. It becomes, and it takes a life of its own. Um, I swear I've heard that somewhere before. Um, Let me know if you can remember where. But it's absolutely true. It does take a, a life of its own. And so you've got to keep track of what you've said to what person and you've got to keep track of the story and the continuity of that story. And then, of course, with lying, you've got to make sure that you don't give too many details because then that makes it even harder, but then at the same time not give too subtler details. And I spent so much of my 20s being a dickhead and lying just for the sake of lying and just taking whatever the fuck I wanted from the world and not paying for it for a long time. And then obviously the whole house of cards fell down and life went to shit and I find myself or found myself at near enough absolute rock bottom. And it taught me a lot about honesty. And it taught me a lot about not only speaking your mind, but acting with honesty and acting with integrity. Because integrity, I suppose, is defined as Doing the right thing, even when no one is watching. It's conscience-based, you know, it's it's appeasing your conscience. And let me tell you, with not living with integrity, with being a dishonest person, the dread you feel, you know that butterfly feeling you get in your stomach when you're excited? Well, the, it's similar to that, but a really bad version of it, and that's true dread, that 
feeling in the pit of your stomach that you have fucked up and you are going to pay for this through the arsehole. And it's panic that comes along with it. Like, I've never had panic attacks, but throughout the end, I suppose, of my lying career, um, and like I said, this wasn't business-related, this was personal life-related, I felt awful, absolutely awful, and it all came home to roost, and I got caught out on a lot of lies, and on two separate occasions, I had actual interventions one of which with my family, when they all kind of, they invited me over for dinner and then in actual fact it became an intervention about the steroids, which was fucking really fun, all my days. Um, And then another which was another intervention, which I won't go into the details of. Um, And it was horrible, really was, like terrifyingly horrible, like panic horrible. And I still get that, feeling that that feeling in the pit of my stomach when I think about those times and I think about some of my actions because it was just disgusting I'm ashamed of the person that I was in my 20s I'm ashamed of who I was that got me to this point thankfully I saw the error of my ways and thankfully I realized that honesty and integrity are the most important characteristics being honest with the people around you even if it's going to hurt them because the actual truth of the matter is is there's it will never hurt them long term you might hurt someone's feelings in the short term by being honest with them but when the dust settles they will actually thank you for it they'll thank you for being honest and i'm lucky enough to be graced with a relationship where that's the case and i'm lucky enough to be to be graced with friendships where that's the case where I just, I speak my mind. And if I think something about the other person or the other person's actions or just in general, I just say it. And I'm very, very lucky that I've ended up with people around me where I can do that. And they not only accept me for me, but they also understand that when I tell the truth, it's because I'm simply telling the truth. Because I would rather someone be absolutely honest with me and tear me a new one and say, Moisey, that's not going to work or you're a dick or I don't care what you've put into it emotionally or financially. What you're coming up with is a fucking stupid idea or your actions are stupid or you're a dickhead. You know when you sit down with someone and you're like angry about something and you're like, no, this person's fucking done this and they've done that and you want the other person you're talking to to go and be a yes person and be like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, I don't want that. (laughs) Nowadays in my life, if I'm sat down and I'm like, oh, this fucking person, I want the other person to go, no, mate, actually, from what you've just told me, you've been the dickhead. And like I said, it all boils down to guilt and conscience, conscience in particular, you know, let your conscience be your guide. Um, And it's, I suppose I said in the beginning of this podcast how I was going to link it back to fat loss and what I do, weight loss, etc. So how does this translate? Well, biggest lesson, biggest lesson that I've learned, if you fuck up, own it. Don't try and cover it up. Don't try and sugarcoat it. Don't try and concoct some kind of story because you're going to get caught out. Whether it's five minutes down the line or whether it's five years down the line, you are going to get caught out if you lie because... Like I said, they take on a life of their own and you can't remember your lies, but you can remember easily the truth. So the reason I tell you guys this is you'll be amazed the amount of people I coach which bury their head in the sand or they lie. 
genuinely lie, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. They lie about what they're up to. And as a coach, you can't help anybody that's not willing to help themselves. And to help themselves, you ha- to help yourself, you have to be honest. You're never, ever going to grow as a person. You're never, ever going to level up to a different level of mindfulness and self-reflection, as we touched on previously, if you're not honest with yourself. If you go through life just lying about everything, left, right, and center, just for the sake of it, then you're going to get caught out and you're going to have you're going to have a bad time it's nothing good ever comes of it you know and the problem is we lie because we fear the truth in the sense of hurting people you know we cover things up with lies because we think fuck if i tell this person that i'm going to hurt them but we don't realize that we actually do more damage in the long run by keeping it to ourselves we actually do more damage by not telling the truth but not just to them but to ourselves because all of that guilt if you're a good person, I guess, weighs heavy. It it comes home to roost and you spend hours, days, years of your life hating yourself for your actions. I don't regret my past, but I do regret it at the same time. I, I regret how I hurt people and I regret the things I did that led to other people's pain. And at the the forefront of that is a lack of honesty and a lack of integrity. If you're going to do something, do it and see it through, even when no one's watching. If you're going to commit to something, if you're going to say you're going to do something, be a man or woman of your word and actually do it. And these are lessons that I'll pass on to the the kids. These are lessons that I will tell them to make sure that don't be a dickhead, just be honest. It's going to hurt. You're going to get caught out. You're going to be shamed. You know, you're, you're going to be told off but it's way better to do it and get it out of the way and go cool you admitted it thank you let's move on than it is to live on a lie or build build something on a lie that's the worst thing so don't be that dickhead okay if you are listening to this and you think actually i've i've been a bit of a liar recently or you are a liar and it's you you know you're not living your life with integrity it's going to come home to roost okay when you close your eyes at night time, when you go inside your own head, when you're trying to drift off to sleep, that's when it catches up with you. All the bad shit you've done, all the ways you've hurt people for your own fucking gain, your selfish mindedness, all the ways that you hurt people simply because you put yourself above them in the pecking order. So you've thought that your needs, your wants were more important than their feelings. And when it comes to fat loss, if you actually want to transform yourself, if you want to change your life, if you want to fix your relationship with food, if you want to achieve anything, be honest and act with integrity. Because my life has exponentially changed by just applying these two metrics, by just applying these two behaviors, by embracing them and being as honest as I can be and acting with integrity. I, as I mentioned in my previous podcast, I'm happy with my life. And I'm very, very lucky to say that because I don't deserve what I've got. I don't deserve to have got to this point. I'm lucky that I have and I embrace what I have and I'm incredibly thankful for what I have. But I don't know. I guess we all have a past, don't we? We all have things that we we are paying for or have paid for, things that we shouldn't have done or whatever. And it's... It's a funny old thing, you know? 
And I suppose, like I said, in a way, these podcasts are my therapy just by sitting here and talking to a microphone and getting it all off my chest. But it seems to be really helping you guys. And that's what I wanted these podcasts to be. A bare bones reflection of my lessons. I mean, yes, I'm 32, but I've been told I'm an old soul. And if you guys take anything away from this, if you become a better person or a better version of yourself through listening to these podcasts, be it just one episode, then they've served their purpose. Because everything I do is to stop people making the same mistakes that I did, be it from my coaching, be it from talking to my kids, from everyone that I meet. I've made a lot of mistakes and you can't always get people to learn from your lessons. Sometimes people have to make their own mistakes, but I would kick myself if I didn't put the information out there to know or to tell people that I've made that mistake, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Because there might be a chance that that person who has to make their own mistake might actually take it on board and go, actually, yeah, fair point. Yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. So honesty and integrity, folks. Be an honest person, even if you think it's going to hurt somebody else, you know, be it with a colleague at work, be it with your boss at work. You know, don't be a dickhead with it. Like I said, you've got to be honest with substance or tell the truth with substance. You can't just veto something. You've got to speak your mind. Don't do it to intentionally hurt people. Do it because it actually benefits them by being honest, you know. And above all else, when it comes to everything you do in your life and the way that you act, do it with integrity. Do it so the person behind closed doors is exactly the same as the person that people see on the street. The person that people meet in any circumstance is the same as the person you are behind closed doors. Don't have a a mask. Don't have two faces. Just be you, I suppose, is the biggest lesson from this. Integrity of being yourself. Doing the right thing is being yourself, you know. If you're an arsehole, you're probably going to have a bad time. (laughs) But I've known the most amount of success in my life by just being me and by admitting that I've fucked up, admitting that I've made mistakes and bettering myself, working to better myself. And as we touched on in last week's episode, that's the real key here. Make sure that you are self-reflective. Make sure that you are constantly striving to be a better version of yourself and everybody else will get the benefit of that. So that's it, episode 13. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. Thank you all for your reviews, ratings on iTunes so far. You can't rate um, or review on Spotify, by the way, so forgive me, I've not been mentioning that previously, but you can't. Um, If you guys have enjoyed this podcast, the thing that you can do um, is don't worry about sending me a message on Instagram because the problem is no one sees that and I get the lovely butterfly kind of thank you so much feeling in my stomach from getting your lovely compliments but it doesn't show anybody else what the podcast was about or what people thought of it. So there's a post go up every single week whenever I launch a new podcast. Um, find it on Facebook or on Instagram and comment your thoughts on that post. Okay, That's what means the most because not only will I get to see it but other people can too and they can read it and go, oh, What's he talking about there? And then they might just find these podcasts and they might just be the thing that helps them forge a better life. It might just be the thing that improves them as a person. Is the springboard, is the straw that fixes the camel's back. Hell, it may be the thing that saves their life. Who knows? 
because like I said, if I could go back in time, I would tell my younger self to be more honest and act with integrity. So I'm telling all of the younger people than me out there and older people, I guess, be honest and act with integrity. And of course, except we cannot change, have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to the difference. <laughs> I, did, I missed that out last week and it annoyed me. So I've got to make sure I get it in. Folks, thank you so much for listening to episode 13. I will see you on the next one. And if you have any ideas for podcasts, any things that you would like me to talk about, to go a little bit more in depth about, um, anything that you've thought of that you would like me to give you my take on, um, drop me a message, okay? Or comment, like I said, on the post. Let me know for future content ideas because the podcast will keep coming week after week after week and I'm glad you're enjoying them. Okay, just don't forget to let me know that, yeah? <laughs> See you on 14.